Hello, and welcome to The Updown. I'm your host, Courtney Bradley. The Updown is a place where business owners can learn how to create kick-ass workspace where their people and their company thrive. Sorry for the giggle in the middle of that. We just had technical difficulties. So welcome again, Josh. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. (laughs) So we were just having an excellent conversation about how we connected. I said that you are... um, one of those people who was constantly popping up on my radar and that we finally connected via LinkedIn. Um, and Yeah, and so I used this uh, illustration when I was telling somebody. They were like, what do you do? And I was like, you know the obnoxious kid that like ties a pillowcase around his neck and his underwear <laughs> and jumps up and down and acts like Superman? Like, that's me. I'm just on the Kansas City couch going, look at us, look at us, um, Empowered Electric. You are. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, so most people, they might be making fun of me. They might be ridiculing me, but I guess they're talking about us. So <laughs> it's it's worth it. You're the Tom Cruise of Kansas City. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, no z- zero talent, just uh, unashamedly loud. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Um, okay, so why don't you? That's a great lead in. Why don't you tell us about yourself and your start and how what all about Empowered Electric? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, most commonly known, um, Empowered Electric. We're a full scale, full service commercial electric company. We do service. We do. A lot of restaurants, coffee shops, breweries, you know, some of our really cool projects that I always tell people like, hey, if you want to experience our work, not just see it, go to the Rock Hill Grill, go to Corvino's, go to County Road Ice House, go to Rye on the Plaza, go to Limitless Brewing, um, all the local roasteries. I mean, we've done a lot, a lot of work throughout Kansas City and have our fingerprints literally almost on every building down Walnut Street. I mean, for some reason, that street just has our name all over it. And (laughs) it's just sign. Yeah, it's been. It's been really fun for us. We've grown in five years to 40 employees. We're on pace to do something around $12 million in revenue this year. And uh, I just, I mean, it's crazy to think, you know, that the analogy of me jumping on a couch uh, in my underwear, it was kind of true five years ago We st- when we started. It was me bidding jobs in my master bedroom. Right. My print table was my, my bed. Hey, and some of the best companies are started from the garage, from the basement, from the living room, wherever. Yeah, and so it's just been a really fun thing, and, you know, I think we were – poised there's a lot of or a lot of industries that have been disrupted mm-hmm. that whether you know you talk about you know Netflix and Blockbuster or Amazon and and re, you know big box retail construction has basically been the same since the beginning of time it's a good old boy club <laughs> yes. um, that doesn't leverage technology doesn't think about sales doesn't think about long-term building relationships even though some of these a lot of companies which there are great companies I'm not crapping on the companies but I'm saying a lot of people say the same things you know we deliver a, a quality service yep. on time on <laughs> On budget, on point, or something, yes, and it's we're like honest and ethical. Yeah, and you're <laughs> like, well, that's not that's not th- those aren't the first ingredients of a good business. That's the first ingredients of a good person. Right? How is your business different? And so we were just kind of we really took a we tried to take a new school approach to construction. Right. So tell me about your background and how you got to the point where you decided you were going to start. Yeah. So unlike a lot of entrepreneur journeys, I was not an entrepreneur. I did not care to be an entrepreneur. And and I did do things like shovel driveways and sell candy bars and do a lot of stuff. But a lot of that wasn't because I was entrepreneur. It's because I was um, born a statistic. Like I come from a very broken home where poverty, substance abuse, physical abuse, 
um, high school dropout, all these kinds of things. Like that was the path that I kind of saw. And so selling candy bars was the only way I was going to get to play football. Right. Um, shoveling driveways was the only way I was going to get to get a new pair of shoes. You literally needed the money. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it was, it was basically hard work was taught to me, mm-hmm. not entrepreneurship. And it was out of love for a girl um, and getting told repeatedly no bloody way that I couldn't marry her by her father <laughs> that I applied at an electric company and, you know, just fell in love. I, I always tell people the first time I put on a tool belt, I felt like a Power Ranger. <laughs> I just I just loved it. I fell in love. And, um, you know, I, I you know, of course, everybody's reading Kobe quotes right now. And right. he just said, you know, you got to find what you love. And electricity was just something that I I fell in love with. And. Not from an entrepreneur standpoint, I just, I I worked lots of hours. And um, enjoyed it. And enjoyed it. Um, And won the dad's approval, got to marry the girl. Nice. And uh, still married, four beautiful kids at home. and kids. Three boys and then surprise baby girl. Um, Yeah, so it's been fun. But it was just, (laughs) yeah, it it is. It is. I have two girls part time and I still am like, I am in awe of parenting in general. It's, uh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's just been fun. And so, you know, learning the skill, um, that's what I was devoted to. I, you know, I wasn't thinking about starting my own company, so I didn't have, you know, everybody's talking about a side hustle right now. And I just Mm -hmm. did an episode on our podcast about this, like, screw your side hustle. Like your side hustle is distracting you. You're not focusing. Um, what I did is I went all in at the company I was at. And so rather than, you know, people are like, well, I'll work nine to four and then my own thing till seven o'clock. It's like, dude, I was there till seven, eight, nine o'clock. I was showing up early. I mean, I was, I was going the extra mile where I was at. And what it did is it taught me and it leveraged or leveraged my, you know, my ability to work more to get more opportunity. And I climbed the ladder there. So I was getting promoted there from an electrical apprentice to a foreman, to a journeyman, to an assistant PM, to a project manager, to a design build project manager. Like I climbed the dang ladder there because I wasn't distracted. You created opportunity for yourself instead of spreading yourself thin and being maybe mediocre at two things. Yeah. Um, But so that's, that's kind of where I found my beginning is construction was just something that was kind of always, I was always around. I grew up around, we Mm -hmm. grew up in a very low income household. So my step, you know, stepdad was, you know, a residential roofer, a deck builder, all this kind of stuff. And I just got dragged along with him. So construction was just something I knew. And I just felt like electrical was a step above right? roofing. No offense to roofers, but <laughs> I feel like you just offended, you know, Every like half roofing. my listeners, yeah. right? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. So when did you decide that you were going to start a company and it was going to be different. Thing. Yeah. Because you guys are, we'll get into that here later, but you guys are very different, like you said, than most maybe construction companies. Um, and it, it's really evident when you visit your website and you see some of the things that you talk about there. Yeah. Well, and, you know, for me, you know, growing up, you know, I say in quotes a statistic because we're all statistics right. of something, whether it's, uh, you know, social, economic, whatever. Like we all have statistics that are against us, but also for us. So, you know, I just spoke to a bunch of um, inmates that had gotten out or are trying to enter the workforce. And I I told him the statistic and let's be completely honest. I made this statistic up, but it sounds good. Um, (laughs) And I said, 90% of people that are born in poverty stay in poverty. Um, And there are studies that show um, that the overwhelming majority of people that are born in a certain economic state stay Stay there. there. So rich stay rich, poor stay poor. It sucks. Right. 
and you you could see the room the room just kind of deflate. And I said, you're thinking wrong. Stop thinking negative. What I just told you is 90% fail. What that means is 10% succeed. Mm -hmm. So start thinking about what the heck did the 10% do different? Well, they don't puss out. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they don't, yeah. they don't slump yeah. their shoulders right. and be defeated. Like they stand up straight. They show up every day. They work hard. They probably don't call in sick. Right. They get, they might get sent home sick. It's, it, I always tell people it is better to get sent home than to call in. Right. Like go to work sick. You'll look like crap. You'll go home. <laughs> but you know what? Your boss won't think you're a slacker. Right. And so, um, I just kind of grew up in that environment. And so while I was working at the company, the previous electric company I worked at, I worked there for it's either eight or 10 years. I, I, I don't care to do the math. But um, I started volunteering at this juvenile detention center. And the reason, it, it's a funny story. The reason I, I started volunteering there is literally on a flight, um, reading this book called Pencils of Promise, mm -hmm. or I think it's called A Promise of a Pencil. It's about Adam Braun and the nonprofits called Pencils of Promise. And basically, this guy, Adam Braun, was traveling the world and he would ask these kids, you know, and he was just, I mean, he was just traveling the world to travel. He's just living it up. And he would go to these remote villages and he would always ask these kids like, hey, if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? And some of the kids would say, you know, I want to come to America. I want to be an NFL football player, all this kind of stuff. Right. And then one kid said, I wish I had a, I, I would have pencils. And he was like, what the heck? Like, why? And he said, if you don't have pencils, they don't let you go to school. And if I don't go to school, then I'd, I can't like provide for myself. I right. can't like help my family. And it just really got his wheel spinning. And he was like a uh, venture capitalist or something. He was some big, big wig banker guy. And it just really, he just quit his job and kind of just poured all in on this nonprofit, building schools all across the world. And I read that book and I was just like, man, what is my unique calling in life? Like, I mean, I love my job. I love providing for my family, but how can I give back? And I remember writing in a journal, um, you know, hey God, you've done so much in my life, you know, rescuing me from, you know, depression and hopelessness and all these kinds of things. I want to share this message. I'm succeeding so well in life, but I don't want to speak at a church. I want to speak at a juvenile detention center, right. Juvie Hall. So the plane lands, I take my phone off airplane mode, and literally I get a text message that says, hey, Josh Levin, this is Kim Regal. I've been volunteering at a juvenile detention center. I'm wondering if you'll come give an <laughs> Easter message. And I'm like, what in the world? Right? I mean, it works. Yeah. And uh, so that started kind of like a five year journey of me going every week and talking to these kids. And through that, so going and speaking to these Juvie Hall kids, coupled with Adam Braun kind of coining the phrase, he, he says that his company was a for purpose, which means he said he was a nonprofit company that operated like a for profit company. Right. I was like, well, if he can do it that way, can I do it the other way? Can I be a for-profit company with a non-profit heartbeat? Right. And like fueled with the idea that providing opportunity was the high risk, high reward that I could, I could kind of facilitate at Empowered Electric. I went all in, um, on starting a company, Empowered Electric's about empowering <laughs> at-risk young adults. So, um, it was kind of, the reason we're different is we just started different. Like it wasn't, I don't want to report to anybody. Right. I want to make my own hours, <laughs> like money, money, money. Right, right, right. Um, it was like, hey, how can I help this 17-year-old kid stop believing? Because, listen, I've spoke to kids. Like, you take this stuff for granted. But I was speaking to these kids, and when I got done, this kid kind of timidly raised his hand. And I said, hey, man, what's up? And he goes, so you're telling me even though my mom's an addict, I don't have to grow up and be one? And I said, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, your past does not dictate your future. Like, your DNA doesn't matter. And he goes, dude, no one's ever told me that before. And here's a 17-year-old kid thinking his life is planned Absolutely. out for him. Absolutely. He has no choice. And it's the same thing with those guys that I talked about poverty. It's like, hey, your future is your like uh, yours to yours, write. Yes. So that that's kind of the the, the birthplace of Empowered Electric. Well, that's 
amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a blast. I love your passion. It's very evident that you love what you do and you really do love impacting people's lives. Well, so. you know what I mean? Like, so sorry, sorry, I'm not just trying to dominate this. No, but it's just I like, love it. That's these, why you're here. There's these moments where like, I remember, so I was a residential painter. I was like topped out at like 18 bucks an hour. And I remember thinking, man, I'm making good money. And then I try to ask Patrick Kelly, my father-in-law, um, to marry his daughter. And he's like, no bloody no. way. Yeah. Well, not no. No bloody way. Denied. You're a bloody joke um, was his exact words. And I remember sitting at the the interview table to become an electrician. And they said, hey, man, in four years as a journeyman electrician, you can make 25 bucks an hour. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. That's more. Coming I'm going to be rich. I don't even understand how I'm going to make so much money. And like people think so short-sighted. So number one, you can get there. Mm -hmm. But number two, if he would have said, hey, in four years, you're going to make $25 an hour. But in 10 years, you're going to actually employ 30 people right. that make $25 an hour. It's like, that's that's game changer. It's not just about me. It's about like helping other people right. you know, reach their potential. And that's, that's the secret sauce of entrepreneurship. It's like helping other people achieve their goals. That's where stuff gets really, really fun. Well, and I believe that truly successful companies, that's where it's going to be going forward. There is no, I love on your website, you have that people are greater than profits. Mm, yeah. And I truly believe that's, where we're headed as a society and, and corporations, if you're not putting your people first, you're going to struggle. Yeah. Struggle. No. I remember hearing a story, I, and I haven't validated this, so don't fact check this, <laughs> but it was the Pony Express was like the original postal service or something. I think you might be correct. Okay. Yeah. And so and in a meeting, the owner of the Pony Express said, hey, what's the most important thing? And everybody said, the mail, like delivering the mail, the product. And he said, no, it's the horses. If we don't take care of the, the horses, horses, how are we going to get anything to anyone? Exactly. And it's like, that's that's the whole thing. I'm not saying you know, your people are animals, but it's no, the, the point. It, they resonates. are the most important. I was talking the other day and I said, you know, if you don't take care of your people, your customers are going to experience that. So if your people are unhappy, that's going to transfer out to customer service, how you're taking care of those clients, how you work with your vendors, everything. And if you're not taking care of them, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I think you're I'm right. I'm going to steal your Pony Express. <clears throat> you, verify it, like it and let I me will. know if it's I a true will. story. Sandra, can you fact check that for us real quick? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so we kind of talked about how you guys are a different model. Um, you are a disruptor. Do you see yourself as a disruptor? So... Yeah, I've never so and I understand that I am an entrepreneur, but I don't think I am like when people say like they're serial entrepreneurs or things like that, that just I do not. So d I'm dead honest, I do not care. So I have a 50 50 business partner. Mm -hmm. It didn't start that way, but it is that way now. Mostly number one, he's amazing at what he does, but theoretically I let that happen I gave away 50% of our company right. um, and he's 100% worth it so don't hear any negative connotation <laughs> with that but what I'm saying is I don't give a crap 
like about being the boss and making my own hours and getting paid the most and all this right. all this kind of entrepreneur stuff that drives most people. What I care about is making it an actual impact in the world. And there is a huge opportunity in construction to empower people, not just lower class people, not just people without options, because that's what's dominated construction. When you think of construction, usually think of someone who probably dropped out of high school and right. maybe deals with substance abuse and all these stereotypes that I'm saying not because I judge you I'm saying because I grew up with a stepfather that embodied that okay mm -hmm. so don't don't think I'm judging you I'm just talking about what I've experienced over the 30 years I've been involved in construction and it's like it doesn't have to be that way so like we had a guy um, I asked, asked his wife to send me the picture because he was like repping all our gear. He's got an empowered shirt on, hat on, <laughs> and he's making a snowman with his kids. And it's like, this is the face of construction yes. right here. A loving father, a great husband, someone providing, not only providing for his family, but like involved in his family. Right. And I think that can be shown that it is an amazing opportunity to make good money and have a good future. And I think if construction does not fall in line, it's gonna get gonna get passed up. And I don't know if it's by technology or robots or whatever, but I mean, it's gonna happen. Right. So, so yeah. Um, that was a good segue because I was on your website and looking at, um, you have two things that were super interesting to me, your podcast, um, but then your stories page. Mm. I really liked that. Will you tell people about what that's all about? Yeah, so, and that's the other thing too, is like, my our empowered kc you know has like 14,000 followers on instagram um my personal page has like 300 um <laughs> it's not a bunch of pictures of me it's not a bunch of selfies it's not me like sitting at a computer in a freaking coffee shop just grinding <laughs> away you know which like guys like look at me i always i always want to say and like i mock it but i like them right because <laughs> right. i'm a fan of like all these people that do it i mean gary v only posts pictures of himself and i love what he does and so i'm like not hating on it but it's like those guys are also doing epic things they are disrupting in massive massive ways and so that's what your goal needs to be like if you're trying to get famous that's stupid. But if you're like right. trying to trying to do things fame worthy, like that's that's a meaningful goal. And so our stories pages is all about our people. So we always say that Empowered Electric is going to shine the lights on the people, places and positive things in Kansas City. And one day it's going to be worldwide because I'll just tell you guys and you can steal the idea, like make it happen before me. But like our long term goal is to franchise our construction company and have empowered, oh, nice. empowered different companies all over the country. Right. So it could be empowered TC for Twin Cities, Empowered Tampa, Empowered Houston, and it could be a roofing company, a concrete company, a landscape company, who cares? If it's people that want to use the skills that they have to provide opportunity for people and do it well, like we're killing it. Right. Um, I want to help other entrepreneurs figure out ways to do that because it's working for us. Awesome. And um, our stories page is about shining those lights on those things. So we do, you know, we do videos about our customers like crazy, whether it's the restaurants we work with, the general contractors we work with, the owners, whoever it is. We want to help promote them because the better they do, like Limitless Brewing, people over people greater than profit. Like they brewed a beer. It was a strawberry Saison and it was called People Over Profit um, in honor of us, right. like in collaboration with us. And they're an amazing place. So I want to promote them. I want them to sell so much beer that guess what? <laughs> they need to build a bigger right, warehouse. Right. And a second location, a third location. It's it's good for me, but it's also they're just great people. Exactly. And so I want to like help them and whether it's a general contractor, like 
what's good for me is them being successful. Um, of course. And then our people. It's like no one's gonna like if I just post pictures of myself. But if I post if I post a video of Andrew Tompkins, guaranteed his mom, his wife, everybody, you know, everybody's gonna like <laughs> it and this. share it. And also, it like shows them that it's not about me. Right. Like, you know, people pay us to make the light bulbs come on. Do you know how many light bulbs I've had come on recently? <laughs> None. But Andrew has got a lot on. Jordan has got a lot on. Trevor has got a lot on. And it's like, so why do why do why why take selfies? Like right. take pictures of them. The guys actually doing the work. The guys actually making the connection. The guys that are gonna one day run this company. I mean, the only way I'm gonna help franchise and get other people started is whenever they're doing my job. Absolutely. And like we wanna kind of provide that kind of opportunity for people to take over. Which is awesome. No, yeah, the stories so page, yeah. it, it was, I enjoyed it when I was perusing through there. Uh, it just was feel good. You yeah. Know? I mean, just. Well, and we have a, Will Severns um, is an awesome guy who jumped on board with us probably about six months ago. He's our communications director. Okay. Um, works kind of part time because he actually does have his own company, Quill. Um, it's Q-W-I-L-L. I don't know what his website is, um, but he's an awesome dude. And he's helped us like fine tune and tell our share our story whether it's through the podcast or through written content because um we just want to get people to realize i mean everybody's like oh you're so cool i'm like i'm as lame as it gets <laughs> we are a cr construction company an amazing company you all got you guys are very cool. no i know but i'm hearing this from people that are like a, a, you know fashion in a fashion trend or in a tech space <laughs> or in a fitness space i'm like you I have a cult following or like a following that people that love us all over the country, like your, your industry is way sexier than mine. Right. Like you can do better you're stuff. you're being true to yourself and you're being like, everyone says be authentic. I mean, you can tell you are 100% authentic. Yeah. Like you just, you feel it. And so that transfers through everything that you're doing and that's why people follow you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think there, so I always say, I don't want to be a leader. I want to be an example. And what I mean is, once again, dude, I don't care if people are right. following. I don't, I don't want people to be like, man, you know what? Just one day if I can be be, jo be like Josh Levin, it's like, no, dude, I want you to be the best version of yourself. I want you to look at me and be like, it's possible through hard work and dedication to get there. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm on this big thing. Like, you know, I'm a huge Chiefs fan. Don't, don't hear me wrong. <laughs> I'm a huge Chiefs fan. But I love Tom Brady because everybody's like, man, he's the GOAT. He's the greatest. And I'm like, dude, he's a sixth round pick. He was a shot in the dark. He was. They didn't draft yep. the greatest co quarterback ever. They gra drafted a nobody right. who worked his butt off to become the greatest ever. Exactly. And it's like your potential. You you just doubt yourself so much of what you're able to do. And everyone has so much potential. Everyone like does. Every single person out there has the potential to be the greatest, if whatever it is that they're great at. So I am running. Yeah, I'm running a 40 person commercial electric company. Sorry, my peas are popping. <laughs> I'm running a 40 Where's person. That pop filter? I'm running a 40 person construction company that's going to do over 12 million this year, and I cannot spell electrician. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm an idiot. And so, and true story. So I cut my thumb pretty bad. I, I hit a tendon. I went oh, to. Oh, it's off. Yeah, it's off. Last time, but we so met, we had a I thing like a brace. Yeah. Okay. It was like a splint. Yeah. Um. But so I, I I cut my thumb and I had to go to the ER and they put occupation and so I have to write occupation. Well, I'm gonna put electrician. 
I can't spell electrician. So then I think I'll put entrepreneur. Can't spell entrepreneur. (laughs) So my job title was CEO. That was my occupation. Um, I can spell those three letters. So it's like your potential. And I'm saying that to let you know you're probably smarter, more capable, and able if you are willing. And that's what I do have is I do have a willingness to not be outworked. That's awesome. Yeah. Going to get you some spelling lessons. Yeah. That was a 2020 New Year's resolution Excellent. to become a better it's speller. Good. Maybe but, word of the day? Dude, once <laughs> I found out you could hit that Siri button on your computer and be oh, like, yeah. dude, today I think I hit it. What was it? Oh, mechanical. I was struggling <laughs> with that word. And Siri just tells me how to do it. Yes, she is amazing. Um, okay, so we've come to that part of the podcast where we talk about one business up that you've experienced and maybe one business down or something lesson learned. Mm, okay. Way to grow. Yeah, one up. Um, guaranteed one up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say what's really fun for me is I think there's this time where who you are um, online and who you are in person are vastly different. Yes. And one up has been that the stuff I talk about on our the Empowered People podcast, um, the stuff I share about the stories, the lessons, kind of my heart is always um, backed up by the people that know me best. Like they never call me out on BS. They never say that I'm trying to make things sound better or worse or anything like that. The people that see me online and meet me in person say that I'm the same person. And I think that's that's a huge compliment. So that I know that's not, maybe compliment. that's not business wise, but like personally, I feel really good. I feel really good about that. Well, it goes back to authentic. You're, you're being authentic on who you are in every aspect of your life. Yeah. So, um, cool. so that, that would be one up. The one down is being authentic. A lot of times you can be misunderstood. And so in 2020, <laughs> it's been really tough. So like people over profit, um, people greater than profit. This is super important, but if you know anything about math, so that's the only subject I was good at is math. Love it, love it, love it. Like calculus three, differential oh, equations, wow. okay. love math. Right. Um, but if you know anything, it's like people greater than profit can mean people 50.1%, profit 49.9%. Right. Usually when people hear that, they mean only people, no profit. And that doesn't work. No, if no, we don't make work. profit, we can't pay people. And if you can't pay people, people ain't hanging around. <laughs> right. And no matter so, how cool you are. Yeah. And so we and so I would always say that we err towards the side of caring. We err towards the side of people. So for example, in construction, a lot of times, like let's say I go, Hey, I'll change out your ceiling fan for a hundred dollars. And you're like, cool. And I show up and then I'm like, you know what? Actually, the wire's messed up and there's all these things. It's gonna be two hundred dollars. It's called change orders or upselling. <laughs> And so people will do that a lot. So we're very accustomed to not doing that. We, we give you a change order whenever you go, hey, you change out that ceiling fan so great. Can you install this vanity light? Right. Can you do this? Can you do this? And when you've asked for it, you know it's additional. Right. Um, guac costs extra, you know. Um, right. But like, you, you, you know, so that's, that's been something that we've really tried to air towards. But the problem is, is like when someone gets fired. Or when a customer is just a really bad fit and we go, hey, thanks for the opportunity. We don't want to bid anymore. Um, No thanks. Um, It can get really misunderstood and people are like, I thought you cared about people, not profit. I thought, (laughs) and and a lot of it has come from whether it's, you know, people getting let go um, or things like that through, you know, bad performance. Because 
by caring about our customers, we have to have good employees. Correct. And I don't care if you make a mistake. I do care if you don't care about that mistake. Right, because um, that's not part of your culture. Yeah. And so that's been something where it's like you can say one thing. And so people over profit, people greater than profit, people take that to mean people not profit. And it's like, oh. Yeah. So that's just been a tough tough thing to try to and and i only speak in fortune cookie sentences so <laughs> i have a lot of things that can be misunderstood right yeah it can be taken in two ways yeah, yeah. oh my gosh uh, or a lot more than two but <laughs> yeah so what's on the horizon for 2020 so 2020 so yeah we're, we're we're doing really well commercial electric um some of the things that's really fun for us that we're doing and like i said that franchise model um you know once again it's just like we were talking before the podcast began and like love or hate Kanye West. It's like he saw something with shoes. He saw something with hip hop culture. He saw something that was like lacking. And I, I was really thinking about that because I watched that Kevin Hart documentary on Netflix yes. where he's the first Nike sponsored um, comedian. And I was like, man, there is such a lack of awesome construction apparel, meaning like warm, like warm gear, cold gear, right. things designed for construction workers. There's Carhartt, there's Duluth, there's there's a handful of them, but it's like, yo, dude, let's become the first Under Armour sponsored construction company. Like, let's let's think outside not the bad. box. Now that now that might not happen, right, but, but like, should it? Could it? Is there a market? Right. You know, uh, I mean, The Rock partnered up with Under Armour, and of course, he's a super celebrity, but it's like. What's going on there? And so I think us just thinking about different types of market disruption is kind of big for us. We're never going to get away from the commercial electric that we do. We're building our service department. So if you do need a ceiling fan changed or a freaking light bulb is burned out or anything, there's nothing too big or too small for the service department, which is growing tremendously. Um, we're going to do that. But I'm really trying to think about how do we kind of have a ripple effect across the world, not just in Kansas City? I mean, Kansas City is so uniquely placed. Like if you dropped the rock in the pond, it would ripple out to all, all, all yeah. over. <laughs> and so we're writing we're writing training books for apprentices. Nice. Um, we're doing a lot of training videos because if you Google, um, you know, how to change a light bulb. I keep saying light bulb. Let's say how to change a three-way switch. There's going to be a YouTube video that pops up that sucks, right. that's trash, <laughs> right. um, but it's going to have a million views because people want to know. So with our, our awesome videos and with our partnership with Intrepid Creative, Aaron and Brett, awesome video dudes, um, we're going to start rolling out. You know, Our goal is 100 videos this year of how to change a light bulb, how to change a receptacle, why is your GFI broken, how to put in a three-way switch that's tailored towards homeowners and also electricians of... How's the best way to make up a branch head? How to bend a three-point saddle? Like all these things that maybe you don't know. I do know but, how to change out a receptacle. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like trying to trying to really grow in that space. Right. Um, so yeah, that is do. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love your passion. Uh, anything I haven't asked you? Um, no. This is this was a lot of fun. Um. No, a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, if you want to hear more, if you're in the construction field or in Kansas City, we also have a podcast, yes. Empowered People Podcast. Um, which What's your just, website and how to get a hold of you? Um, Empowered KC is our website. Um, email address, josh at Empowered KC. You can get on Instagram, Empowered KC. Nice. Um, my phone number, 816-500-9452. 15 second go back and listen to that again write it down um, <laughs> any kind of yeah electrical need business advice anything like that man um, you're also broke and don't want to be broke the rest of your life 
Um, I love I love speaking. I don't know if you could tell in this podcast. I love it. Like so. I said, I love your energy, love the passion. So thank awesome. you so much for being the guest today. Yeah. Awesome. Did you like today's topic? Like, share, and subscribe. Do you know of a person or company who is killing it in their space? Send us an email to podcast at trilogy.life. Thank you for listening. Until next time.